This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot. This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Here we go again. This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Hey, what's up? This is your host, Jesse Carter. Pro Wrestling Shoot. It's about to get exciting. Pro Wrestling Shoot. How long is this going to last? Pro What's going on, everybody? This is Jesse Carter, and you're listening to the Pro Wrestling Shoot. I have a guest, and he is from Without a Cause Professional Wrestling, Max Zaleski. What's going on, man? Hey, hey, Jesse. Thank you so much for having me. Um, cool to uh, be on another local podcast, uh, and uh, thanks for having me. <laughs> Yeah, definitely, man. I know that I said that I was, uh, it was stuck on your, uh, on pronouncing your last name, dude, but I almost froze right there for a second in, uh, announcing you. So <laughs> I, 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 I heard the gears turning a little bit. I'm like, maybe I'll have to interject myself, but you got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, man. Uh, like I said, before, uh, we went on the air phones, just kind of ringing off the hook. I'm going to put this bad boy on silent now. So, um, what, uh, made you decide to start your own promotion, Max? So a little bit of backstory on, on, on me is that I, uh, I've helped out with a lot of local promotions in the area, uh, Project 42. Uh, I worked with Defy a little bit, um, and then I, was, uh, I, I had a lot of hands in the 3 to one battle, which was based out of Seattle, Washington. Oh, cool. Um, from uh, January 2017, sorry, uh, yeah, January 2017 to January 2019, um, I was their social media manager person. So I was already kind of around the area um, and doing a lot of stuff with locals uh, with local wrestling, and I loved wrestling since I was a kid. So I was training to be a wrestler, um, and I debuted uh, back in May of 2018, uh, and then in the same night, tore my ACL, and figured, you know what, I don't want to like call off wrestling, so I'll uh, I'll go ahead and run a show. We initially wanted to run one show, but as uh, as as things kind of snowballed, obviously we're we're now 14 or 15 shows strong, and that's kind of like the Cliff Notes version of how. Uh, uh, the Max, me, the Max. That doesn't sound right. Uh, how how I got into how I got into the business, as they say. Cool, man. So you actually you were actually training to wrestle then? Yeah, yeah. I had uh, I was training for a little bit at the three two one Battle Academy, um, and then I wrestled in front of five hundred people under a mask uh, at Battlemania twenty eighteen. Um, and then a month later, I tore my ACL in my actual debut for another promotion. Um, and it just, uh, I didn't want to go get it fixed because, you know, insurance and expenses and all that good stuff. And I decided that uh, I was just going to let it heal on its own. But now that it's a little healed, I'm, you know, I'm doing pretty good. I've had a lot of time to kind of get my body right and everything. So maybe, uh, maybe a return is, is warranted, um, but uh, definitely not looking to book myself into anything you definitely <laughs> want to be uh you know I, I i don't want to do that to myself definitely man well you know you've had a lot of time to heal up obviously we nobody's running any shows right now unfortunately but um yeah dude that'd be great uh, that'd be really cool to see you in the ring yeah yeah i mean wrestling is uh you know my my first love i've, I've been in wrestling i've been in love with wrestling since i was like seven or eight years old and uh just i can being, definitely relate right just being in the ring and, and being able to like uh bump and, and and run the ropes and everything throw guys around be thrown around you know not not too many people throw me around because i'm you know kind of a uh i'm i'm big but i'm small like i'm a short guy but i'm 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 like uh apparently i'm i'm quite heavy uh but i i go <laughs> up light so <laughs> <laughs> there you go man so um how how fun is it running your own promotion? Is this something that that you definitely see sticking in the future? Are you guys excited to get back out there and, and book some more shows? Are there future plans? 
Yeah, so uh, I routinely say it's the best and worst decision I've ever made. Um, I love I love running shows, uh, and I love being around the crowd, the fans. You know, seeing something that we, uh, Dave Turner, um, Chris Ross, and myself have have built from the ground up. Uh, being able to see that explode in such a way, um, especially almost selling out roughly you know six months in that's unheard of in the area um especially in 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 washington which is a was known as a black hole for for pro wrestling so it was uh it's really cool just to see what like how well everything goes we don't have any plans on coming back until washington state allows us to um obviously with covid and and the pandemic and everything it's uh it's really really tough definitely man where do you guys usually run your shows at uh, we are out of uh, the VFW Post 2100 uh, in the heart of Everett, Washington, which is about two blocks away from the uh, the VF or sorry the uh, Funco headquarters. Gotcha. And how many shows did you say you ran? Fifteen. I think we're on f- fourteen or fifteen. Nice man. Um, any big names that you guys have had on your shows, or is it oh, just all independent? Man, there's a cavalcade of, of of people that's been on our show. Uh, let me dance around the ones that I don't want to really talk about anymore. Um, <laughs> Shane, uh, Shane Strickland, which everybody knows as, uh, as Isaiah Scott, uh, he's on NXT. He was on our fourth event. Darby Allen has been on our show four or five times. Uh, all ego, Ethan page, uh, Priscilla Kelly, Thunder Rosa, Thunder Rosa and Priscilla Kelly, uh, was our, was on our, uh, was like the big draw for our first event. Um, yeah, just just a laundry list of, of people who are either in AEW or WWE or doing bigger, bigger stuff in Impact or MLW. Uh, we actually had uh, referee Aubrey Edwards. Um, she was in the office of WAC uh, from like November 2018 to April 2019. So she was building it with us for five or six months. So. That's cool, man. Yeah, those are some great names. Darby Allen, for sure. Um I, yeah, I'm, I'm lucky. I got to see him a few times on the independent leagues before he ran up to AEW. I'm sure I'll see him on AEW once, uh, you know, everybody allows crowds and stuff, but yeah, definitely some great names, man. Um, what kind of belts do you guys have over there? So currently we have, uh, we have one title that has a champion. Um, our champion is Chris Bay. You may know him from impact wrestling. Um, uh, so Chris Bay has been our champion since August of 28, uh, 2019. Um, he's our second ever champion. Uh, our first champion was, uh, Spokane native Chase James. Oh, right on. Uh, and then, uh, we were planning on crowning our first tag team champions in March uh, of this year. And unfortunately due to COVID, we had to cancel the show. And now that everything is kind of like a little longer than normal, like we're going to let the belts like kind of we, we don't know what we're doing with the belts quite yet um but uh with the big with the main one we we do have uh we we're gonna keep it on chris bay we're not gonna start a new storyline or a new you know a new tournament or something like chris bay worked really hard for that title and he's been nothing but a but but a gem for us so yeah, he's a phenomenal uh, athlete man so um did you guys have to cancel this show? Um, during the pandemic, did you guys have a show booked and then have to cancel a few dates out or how we had did to that cancel work? Four events. Uh, so in March, we had guys like Danhausen and Warhorse coming in. Oh, uh, we awesome. Had, we had Effie coming back. Uh, Danhausen was going to be teaming with Effie as part of their Gaytanic Panic uh, tag team. <laughs> Um, so super, super upset about that. Uh, March was going to be a lot of fun. April was going to be awesome. It was going to be our second annual fool's gold, uh, which is a, a match type that we created. It's kind of like, uh, it's a, it's like a elimination chamber just without the chamber, uh, like the chamber pods. And then it's also a, a, a hardcore match. Um, we had Kylie Ray. Uh, was supposed to be making her Pacific Northwest debut, um, especially Washington State debut. Uh, so we had to cancel that. Uh, May was going to be No Handshakes, which is an apt name, um, knowing we didn't know that uh, we had that name picked out like six months in advance uh, because the uh, the the funny like in like independent wrestling thing is to make sure you handshake everybody at the building. 
Um, and a couple of our people hate that. Like they, they, they think it's just an archaic way of, of, uh, like seeing who's in or not. Like they think it's really stupid. So we came up with the name, no handshakes. And then now obviously we don't ever want to do handshakes ever again. because of COVID. <laughs> um, we had guys like Andrew Everett, uh, uh, project Monix, who is Pat Monix, uh, before he decided that he was going to stop wrestling. Um, he was slated to come in. Uh, and then uh, we were also hoping to have Hornswoggle come in, as well as Manders, the one uh, the one called Manders from out out in the uh, Midwest. And then finally, unfortunately, in June we had to cancel MDK, which was going to feature the uh, uh, the debut of Nick Gage, the god of this stuff. Uh, I don't know if I can swear, so I'm not going to swear. Oh, you're uh, good, man. But uh, yeah, so, so okay, well, so we were going to do MDK all fucking day, uh, but unfortunately, due to COVID, and actually he ended up getting hurt, so uh, you know, it we had to cancel that show anyway. Um, give him a little bit of time to uh, heal up. So yeah, we lost uh, we lost about four shows worth of uh, worth of talent and worth of uh, worth of everything. So we're we're raring to get back. Man, so depressing these times, man. So, such good good events being canceled, and um, yeah, I know Prestige got hit pretty hard too. They were looking to um, go to Florida, yep, and sort of invade the WrestleMania area, yep. Um, yeah, and they had to cancel that. I was really excited for them to uh, get out of this area and kind of go. They had a Montana show, I do believe, booked yep. as well that they canceled. Um, yeah, Defy I was talking to had, William a whole bunch. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's it just sucks, man. Um, lots of lots of wrestlers out of work and all this exciting stuff just going right in the dumpster, man. I don't I don't know what uh Prestige was planning on. I think they were getting some tag titles too, and um, I do believe they were running a tag tournament before this all started as well. So, I don't know what the plans are. Um, once crowds are allowed back in. And they're allowed to open their doors, but right. Um, yeah, it's just unfortunate, man. Um, so any, uh, fun shows stick out of mind. Have you always just, um, performed in Everett or have you guys explored out of the Pacific Northwest? Uh, so we had some really, really cool ideas of doing like a tour, um, at some point, uh, now because we had so much momentum behind us, we were thinking about doing some sort of tour, maybe going down to California, do a show in Idaho or no, not Idaho, uh, maybe go down, uh, go over to Montana, those kinds of things. Um, uh, especially not wanting to like, you know, uh, step on anybody's toes. Uh, prestige has a pretty good hold, um, in the, uh, in, in the Southeastern portion of Washington, as well as Oregon, obviously, um, but, uh, you know, there, there was a lot of really cool things that were going to be happening, uh, with, without a cause. We were talking about doing some brand, uh, co-branded shows with a couple of places. Uh, but now all I want to do is I want to get back and, and rebuild that momentum. Um, we had so much goodwill and, and momentum coming, uh, coming out of, uh, January and February this year. And once, once March like once we had to once we had to cancel May, I figured okay, we'll probably need to not come back until 2021, just knowing how bad things were. Um, but in the lieu of that, we started doing these watch-alongs of our old shows on Twitch, and it's uh, it was it was a lot of fun. We raised a thousand dollars for our VFW home, um, and that was super super helpful uh, to them because if they're not open and they're not taking any uh, you know if they're not taking any shows, they're not doing anything in donations or or anything. So we were able to give them a thousand dollars thanks to our very very gracious and uh, uh, gratuitous fan base. Uh, so that was. That was very good. Um, so we're, we've been trying to keep in and out of like the, the, the eye, but it's really hard to do when you don't have any new, like new, new content. Like we can keep on using our old stuff, but I don't want to, we don't want to throw that down everybody's throat, you know? Yeah, definitely. There's uh, I was actually just talking to somebody about this. There's definitely a th- such a thing as oversaturation and over promotion and everything else. I'm, I'm ashamed that I haven't been to a show yet. I can't wait until you guys get back and um, I'm definitely going to go check it out, man. I've said, said this on the podcast several times, but um, I'm still fairly new to the independent scene. I mean, I, I followed what I considered indies, you know, MLW and stuff like that um, years ago, but really like I, I didn't even know that there was a scene out 
in this area until yeah. until Prestige hit the thing. So I mean, I, I give all credit to them and shout out to Prestige Wrestling and William and everybody. Um, yeah, I mean, they they really lit this fire under my ass about finding out more about our scene and. It's pretty huge, man. I mean, <laughs> you guys are awesome. Um, Defy, I, I haven't really seen any of your shows, but I've seen the momentum. I mean, I follow everybody on social media, Twitter or whatever. And definitely the talk is there, man. It's a huge buds. And I can't can't wait for you guys to get back open so I can go and see it live. Yeah, I mean, we're 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 so ready to get back. And, and like, obviously, we want to keep everybody safe and, and, and everything. So we, we, we understand why we can't. Uh, but like seeing all the shows that are happening outside and, and all that good stuff, like I'm, I'm like chomping at the bit wanting to do something, but it it's just in the state. It's, it's, it's almost impossible to get something approved like that. Yeah, man. Well, I'm hoping that it's going to be better by 2021. We'll see, uh, what, what it comes down to. I mean, I, I still have tickets for double or nothing. So, I mean, I hope, <laughs> I hope it's, hope it's better by May, but, um, who knows at this point, right? You know right. I mean? Who who knows? <laughs> yeah. So um, it, it'll get there. It'll get there. And once it does, man, I think that it's going to light a fire under everybody because everybody's just tired of sitting at home or going shopping or whatever the case may be. Maybe this is this is kind of what wrestling needed, right? Like now everybody's going to start going to these shows. I know that WWE was even having hard times um, filling the arenas and stuff. Now it's like I think people will buy tickets to anything just to go. Don't forget to check out Rent Ray Podcast every Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Pacific on YouTube, which is my name, Brennan Martin. Look up Brennan Martin. It features a profile of myself and Chava Guerrero. And, and Rent Ray Podcast contains four main hosts, which is myself, Jordan Little, Andrew Hawking, and David St. Dennis, as we discuss out news, sports, video games, movies, TV shows, pro wrestling, and much, much more, and also exclusive interviews as well, including talent from Prestige Wrestling, Fi, Without a Cause, I mean, and a whole lot more, including former WWE superstars and also current AEW superstars as well. Don't forget to check out the Facebook page, which is Rant Ray Podcast, and also the Twitter page at RNR Podcast 19, capital RNRP, Resfort Lowercase, including number 19. Same handle with Instagram, but all of its lowercase, including number 19. And don't forget to check out the, to listen all podcasts, including Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Buzzsprout, and many more, many available platforms as well. And also do not forget to check out the store, which is brainbusterdees.com for your Rent Ray Podcast merch, including the fanny pack, face mask, t-shirts, uh, hoodies, stickers, hats, uh, hoodies, sweatshirts, tank top, joggers, a beanie as well, and many more to go. So that, and to look that up is brainbusterdees.com slash other slash rant dash and dash rave dash podcast slash and always the rant and rave podcast the pro wrestling shoot listeners it is i conrad cushman from everything pro wrestling here to let you know that everything pro wrestling is a show by the fans for the fans and you guys can catch us on youtube where we record all of our podcast episodes live where we get fan interaction fan feedback, and get your thoughts on everything happening in the pro wrestling world. So do us a favor. Join us on Wednesdays after AEW Dynamite at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Join us in the live stream. Come on in and leave your thoughts about AEW Dynamite. We also do pay-per-view reviews for all of your favorite companies, whether it's WWE, NXT, New Japan, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor. Sometimes we even pop up with a local indie review. Just make sure you're subscribed to Everything Pro Wrestling on YouTube. And if you want to listen to us on the go and you want to just listen to the audio versions, we are also featured on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Now, let's get back to listening to Jesse and the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Yeah, I think uh, I definitely think that after after the grace period, after it's deemed, you know, quote unquote safe, whatever that is, if it's 50 percent, 75 percent, whatever it is, uh, I I think there's going to be after the grace period, I think there's going to be a massive boom for indoor events. 
um and uh and just just kind of going going and seeing things in person where other people are around uh like that seems like such a foreign concept now uh (laughs) but man i man just like we we go do like uh pokemon go walks a whole bunch and we'll do uh green lake which is a, a lake out here in seattle and uh you know everybody's wearing a mask and if they're not wearing a mask they're like walking in the grass it's only one way and uh you know it it's just it's such a it's a such a different world now where uh where people are you know more cautious about that kind of stuff and it's uh definitely definitely interesting yeah man i mean do you think that once a vaccine is released do you think the mask will still be around because i know that some presidents or uh, candidates are are looking forward to making a uh, national mask mandate. So um, I, it just makes me think, you know, are are the masks here to stay or even if there's a vaccine or what's what's that going to look like at a at a wrestling event at a without a cause event? Well, so and 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 this kind of goes into the the future, like the future state of of what the world and and what and and Washington is going to look like in the next you know six to eight months or whatnot is uh, we will probably enforce the masks um, regardless. Uh, I know that in like Japan and other Asian countries, um, it is common courtesy if you are sick or if you even have like allergies or whatnot, you wear a mask. It's it's very common over there. It's just a sign of respect, and uh, I don't want to get like too political, or or I don't, you know, anything like that. I do want to say that you know it's it's kind of stupid that we haven't had a national mask mandate anyway, um, regardless of who like which side you're on, um, and the fact that this pandemic has become a political issue um, is 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 very unfortunate. Yes, um, I I will agree. Um... I also agree with not getting too political, but I will say that, um, I mean, it's a fucking mask, dude. Just wear the mask. <laughs> like It's right. not that big of a deal. And it is common courtesy. I don't know why that concept is just so hard to understand. If you're sick, wear a mask. Even if you're not sick at this time, I mean, stuff is spreading without people being sick. So it's unfortunate, but I'm hoping that, you know, um, the people that don't want a mask will still enjoy coming to these events even if a mask is required, I mean, just go and support wrestling. Um, if you like wrestling, go and support it. You know what I mean? I know a lot of, there's a lot of boycotting going around nowadays, you know what I mean? Over random things. So I just hope that a mask isn't, you know, the deal breaker to boycott professional wrestling. Right. <laughs> that would be so dumb. Uh, yeah. <laughs> th- like, thankfully we're like, Everett is, is a fairly, you know, quote unquote progressive area. And, you know, we're s- pretty close to Everett or sorry, we're pretty close to Seattle. Um, and I, like, I don't foresee it being a problem. Um, but like we're, we're running a small independent business event and we have the right to refuse access if you're not wearing a mask. And I, I would assume that that is going to be something in Washington state, at least for the next you know, however long it is, regardless of if, the, if there's a vaccine or not. So sorry. Are you going to provide the masks maybe like just get like disposable masks or something to provide them at the door? I, 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 I would, I would, I would assume that we will have a box of or a bag of masks uh, ready to go for people who don't come in wearing a mask. But like I said, that you know we're we're not planning on running shows for another six months at least. So oh yeah, definitely. So definitely. it's it, it's definitely like a future. Like it's something that we've already been like thinking and talking about, but without knowing what like what the regulations are and all that good stuff, it's it's super hard to know like you know, what's going on because even like a month ago, I, you know, I, I was always wearing those gator masks, like the, the thin, the thin, the thinner, like nylon kind of gator masks that go up your neck. Yeah. Um, and apparently that's worse. Like that's, that's worse for the, uh, the, 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 the virus because it actually, uh, breaks the particles into smaller bits rather than, uh, keeping them in the mask. So who knows? Science is weird. Wow. Right? <laughs> that sucks, man. I just picked up one of those today. Yeah, <laughs> I literally just picked up one of those for work today because I got tired of wearing um, the ear mask that was pulling on my ears. So I was like, man, I just want something to throw over my face so I don't have to. You know what I mean? Because we work um, with these masks and we're outside. I mean, I'm not even near anybody, but I'm still wearing the mask. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, right now we're covered in smoke. So 
mm-hmm. um and i mean that's not going to help the smoke at all but um, and i want to be very very down. clear there should be more uh more tests done on the gator masks before anybody decides to throw theirs away i just know that a washington state uh a washington state i think is uw did some sort of test uh that had mentioned that it was worse than the the regular uh cloth masks or the actual like disposable masks so i am not a doctor uh at all so <laughs> for sure for sure yeah, it's it's kind of hard to know what's going on, man. I mean, there's so many different new, news articles just contradicting the last one. So, I mean, it, who knows? But other than that, man, um, so any all these talents that you unfortunately had to let know that the events were canceled during this time, do you think uh, you'll get any of these on a return date maybe? Oh, yeah. Um, I talked to Dan Housen, uh, you know, I probably ping him via Twitter probably every other week, every three weeks or so. Uh, I'm pretty close with Effie. Uh, you know, I've, I've talked to him a, a handful of times. Uh, Warhorse was uh, in on our January show, and we we were doing him a solid by getting him out in March because there was an event. He he needed a like another event up here uh, to make something worth it. So we were like, okay, well we'll go ahead and and, and find space for you. But uh, definitely definitely we have like flight credit for a lot of these people. So uh, you know we 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 did end up losing about seven or eight hundred dollars in flights. So depending on um, how long this goes, uh, that seven or eight hundred dollars might be truly lost, or it might just be on hold for another event. You know. Right. Yeah. I mean, I myself have some, has some flight credit built up myself. So <laughs> for, I had a trip planned out to Vegas, Hawaii, all sorts of stuff. And, um, yeah. So thankfully, um, I haven't lost anything yet. They're just on vouchers, but I mean, if it lasts another two years, which, you know, knock on wood, I hope it doesn't, but, um, unfortunately I will lose that. So Right. I, I would assume that that some of these uh, airlines will have contingency plans where, you know, you'll get 75 percent of the total, which is shit because mm-hmm. you paid for it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, <laughs> it's it is kind of what it is in, in those terms. I'd rather have 75 percent than nothing. So that's true. That's true. Definitely. So um, are there any planning going into this? I mean, I know a lot of uh, I know a lot of promotions must must be ready to get back at it. And they're probably planning huge shows. Um, I mean, obviously not dates worked out because nobody knows about that, but maybe production value. Um, are you, you know, is there, is there more money being spent in the production of the show? Is there new ideas coming? Maybe belts being purchased? Um, anything like that? So the, the funny part is that we have like outside of our tag belts, uh, which are, are brand new, uh, basically. Um, we also do have a, a, a tertiary belt or like a kind of like an intercontinental level kind of belt called the stallions belt. Um, and that was, that wasn't announced at all. Um, outside of a couple of like podcasts that, that we've done since then, but it's, it, it's a brand new title that we're, that we were going to be giving to like, uh, like having people fight for who are like true workhorses of the area, guys like Judas Icarus or Liza Hall or uh, Beef Boy up in Canada. Um, and then over here, you know, we have Pitfall Jones or uh, even Daniel Maccabe, like those those level of people, the people who aren't getting uh, a lot of recognition, um, the people who have who have put like companies on their back and kind of carried them through through some shows. Uh, those kinds of people they deserve, um, you know, to have have some have some recognition. So that belt was kind of going, going for that. Um, so belt wise, we're good production wise. Uh, our VFW actually just upped their PA system. Um, so we're very, very excited to test that out. Um, we tested it out last, last week cause I was there just chatting with the, uh, with the, uh, with the, kind of the runner of of the vfw and we played some music and i was playing ring announcer for a little bit trying to determine like if it was going to sound better than the system that we already had um and it sounds incredible they have surround sound it's it's super good um so that production is like already pretty good um unfortunately uh, it's not unfortunate unfortunately our VFW hall is so unique in that we have a beautiful neon light on, on the ceiling um, that glows down on the ring that any additional lighting just kind of gets sucked into the neon. 
um, we actually tried to do uh, like special lasers and stuff for one of our shows and uh, ended up wasting about $200 just because it, it got washed out uh, uh, from the neon. So oh, wow. uh, like our, our shows look amazing. Um, our production team, uh, our uh, King Zab, uh, 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 shout out to King Zab. He uh, purchased a stabilizer um, for like everyday use because he's, doing a lot of video work anyway. So he's like, Hey, I bought a stabilizer. So the shows are going to look like a lot more smooth. Uh, not that they didn't look smooth before, but, uh, they're going to look, you know, a lot more smooth. Um, in terms of like planning on like who we're going to bring in, um, we hope that by the time we're back, uh, Nick Gage is healed and ready for shows. Um, cause he was, when we, when we announced him, uh, right before we had to cancel March. Uh, and we didn't know that we were going to have to cancel March because back in February, we thought, oh, well, we don't know how bad this is going to get. And nobody knew the impact of what this was going to do. So uh, doing like still kind of like trying to promote shows uh, up until like mid-March um, was still the name of the game. And then unfortunately, you know, everything came crashing down and it hurt inside. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> knowing, knowing that like Nick Gage got the engagement that we wanted, like when we announced him, so I'm pretty social media savvy. That's what I did for three, two, one. Um, that's what I did. For, I've done it for a lot of companies. I've done it for, uh, you know, kind of, uh, other local, uh, wrestlers and, and, uh, gaming companies as well. So I just dropped the letters MDK on the whack Twitter probably in February and or like early February and it exploded. Like everybody was like, Holy shit. If you get Nick Gage to come, I'll buy front row tickets immediately. And, and uh, when we dropped those tickets, uh, front row went like in like two and a half minutes. So uh, knowing, knowing how popular that was, uh, that's definitely a name that we want to get back uh, a a talent that we want to get back into, into the area. Um, And knowing, knowing that, uh, you know, he, he was, he, he was selling tickets. So that's, that's what we want. Uh, that's what we want to see. <laughs> was putting butts in seats. Putting no, definitely, man. Seats. Like, um, I mean, it is it, crushed as the promoters are to, to lose these venues and lose these talents. I mean, I, you, you gotta, you gotta know that fans are just as crushed. You know what I mean? There was, there was a lot of, uh, expectations going into 2020 being a great year and it just all turned to shit, unfortunately. But um, yeah, I mean, that, that's, that all sounds great, man. I can't, I cannot wait to go and see these shows. I'm sure the production is great anyway. Um, where, where can they find you on, uh, YouTube? Do you guys have matches on YouTube? So we do have, um, we do have matches on YouTube. You can just search without a cause WA or just without a cause. Um, we do put up like some of our bigger matches. Like, uh, we have Jeff Cobb versus Chris Bay from January, um, we released, uh, uh, Thunder Rosa versus Priscilla Kelly, obviously, uh, from our very, very first show. We, we, we have a host of, of shows, um, and every show from, uh, start. So from October, 2018 to June is up there, uh, ex- uh excusing March, uh, March isn't on there due to a couple of people who are on the show that are unfortunately, um, or no, sorry, not unfortunately. Uh, we haven't been able to edit them out yet, uh, so we just kind of pulled that uh, pulled that show off the air because uh, we didn't want to promote that show uh, with with them on it. So uh, there are a lot of stuff on YouTube. Uh, we're also on IWTV, Independent Wrestling TV, um, and you can use the code WAC2019 uh, for a couple free days. Watch all of our shows from July 2019 to February 2020. Nice, man. Um, so I've heard from a, a few different promoters that this is a stressful job. Um, <laughs> you care to elaborate on any of that? Uh, I, will, I, I, I will say that the first two shows were probably the most stressed I had, I'd ever been, um, ever. Uh, and I've worked with law, uh, with, uh, attorneys and judges and, uh, some C level executives. And I've had people scream in my face and, uh, definitely, definitely, uh, something that nobody really, uh, prepares you for. Um, 
but uh it's it's fulfilling for sure um nowadays uh obviously getting back after covid is is, is going to be you know a, a different stress but after after july uh, july or august uh last year or sorry th- uh, july or august this year or no th- sorry it was last year holy shit it's been a year oh <laughs> man time doesn't exist anymore um it really doesn't it doesn't it's it's just all it's all just one day uh to me one one day one month one week uh <laughs> so in july of 2019 we moved to our our new venue which is actually right next door to our old venue um and uh after after july like we we we, we were tearing down and i'm like holy shit like this is like we're, we're doing things now like it it looked like it looks great it feels great the pops were bigger the crowd was more more live so uh i think it was just uh you know we didn't really know what we were doing up until you know may or june of last year so getting into that new venue and having like a kind of resurgence of like confidence i think really really helped uh the entire team so yeah, that's cool, man. Have you ever had to had it had any run-ins with uh any of the talent? Have you had any um backlash, I guess? Uh in in general, no, absolutely not. We we've only had uh we've only had one person not show up for an event that they were scheduled for. Sorry. We we've had one person kind of no call, no show. Um, and then we've had one person that had to pull out due to uh, contractual obligations. So uh, we had Ace Romero, who is now on Impact. Um, but we had Ace Romero signed for our January uh, 2019 event. So our third show ever. And we were kind of going out on a limb January, bringing in a couple of new people. We had Darby, we had DJ Z. Um, we had a couple of other uh, people on the event that were well, you know, pretty big draws. But uh, uh, Ace Romero had just gotten really, really popular for doing the big pounce out of the ring. So he hit somebody with a like shoulder tackle and they flew out of the ring and it got really, really popular online. And uh, I figured, you know what? He's never been to the, you know, he's never been to the West Coast. Let's bring him out. Um, unfortunately, uh, like day of, he contacted me at like two in the morning, day of the show saying that he wasn't going to be able to make it, uh, you know, super, super sorry and no ill will towards him. Um, but like, that was the only time that, that we had like basically a no call, no show. Uh, the other one, which actually kind of worked out was, uh, in October for our year, our, our big year event, uh, our, our year one show, um, we were supposed to have Jessica Havoc from impact, uh, come in and, uh, our show was Sunday and on Thursday, like Thursday morning, I get a Instagram message from Jessica saying, I really hate to do this, but impact is asking me to come and do a, to an event with them. And I, I have to. So, but Jessica Havoc was one of the big draws for that show. Like she was on the poster. We had, you know, we had a mat, like we had a story built around it. Um, so thankfully I was able to call, um, uh, I was able to call impacts. I talked to, uh, a couple of people there, some of their higher ups and, uh, they were like, we heard immediately. We wanted to, we, we, we want to fix this immediately. Unfortunately, we do need her for that show, but how about we send you somebody in November? So we ended up getting Eddie Edwards, uh, for, you know, in lieu of Jessica Havoc, um, and, uh, that was, that was great. Uh, he wrestled, uh, Dan- Daniel Maccabe in November and that was, uh, that was that, but, uh, you know, that's the only two times that anything is like happened. That was like real, you know, kind of earth shattering. Um, the October one was definitely worse just because we had put so much effort and so much money into it. Uh, but you know, st- stuff like that happens. No, definitely, man. It's gotta be rough when, um, a big talent has to back out, especially if you have stories already built around and, and, you know, they're the reason why the tickets are being sold and everything. I can't imagine, um, having to explain that one to a crowd. So that's definitely its own stress. So, um, any, uh, out of all the events that you guys have done, what, what match that you have booked and put together stands out the most? Um, so there's, there's two and they both involve Chris Bay. Uh, so the first one, and it's, it's a match that keeps on getting talked about. Like it's, it's now almost a year old, like almost 
it's a year old in October. So at our year one event, it was Chris Bay versus Hammerstone, who is from MLW. He's been at Pro Wrestling Noah. Um, big guy, uh, super nice. Uh, and they, they've wrestled a few times before. Like, I think they've had three, like, televised, quote-unquote, matches where it's online and everything. So this one was their fourth encounter. It was for the WAC, uh, for, for the WAC uh, championship. And the match just keeps on getting talked about. It's brought up probably at least twice a month. We get tagged in it a whole bunch. Um, gifts from that match pop up every so often. Um it's on like the, I think it's been used so many times that it's now like part of like the Twitter algorithm when you search for gifts, which is pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> so that match uh, keeps on getting talked about. Uh, both of those guys say that that was probably their match of the year that year, um, which is great. And it, and they said that it was also their, their best match that they've had uh, with it, like with each other, wow. uh, which is great uh, since they've wrestled like four or five times before. So that's, that's amazing. Um, and then, uh, in January, uh, we had a we had a surprise. Um, we did uh, we we did a, a like an open challenge. Uh, Chris Bay wanted to do an open challenge, so originally Steve Miggs came out, and the crowd hates our crowd hates Steve Miggs. He's such a good heel. He gets boos. He gets flipped off. He gets yelled at. You know, because he can he he can pull that uh, he can pull that character, and uh, so Chris Bay uh, was like okay, I guess this is who we're opening the challenge with uh, or the, you know, who's answering my challenge. So basically Bay defeats him in like seven seconds. Uh, he does his, <laughs> his finish and the crowd is like, that's it. Like, this is crazy. Cause on the poster we had like this, uh, this masked or not masked, but like blacked out character, kind of like a vacant, uh, a vacant signal um, on our poster, which was, I thought was really, really funny. Um, and you know, obviously people were like, I can't believe that Steve Miggs was the one who answered. And then <laughs> Korn's, uh, Korn, the band, uh, their song coming undone starts to hit. And a few people from the area know that that's Jeff Cobb's music. Uh, and you could hear it in the video, like the music hits, because our, our our ring announcer is like, no, 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 that wasn't that wasn't who we had, you know, who we had picked. Let me introduce your real opponent. The music hits and like in a wave, it just starts brah, like the 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 crowd explodes, and it was the loudest I've ever heard our crowd ever. And then <laughs> Jeff Cobb wins, but. Chris Bay had never specified that the open challenge was for the title. And the what crowd goes bastard. Oh man. The crowd <laughs> goes nuclear. The minute, the minute that Chris Bay grabs the title back and grabs the mic and starts talking. Oh man. The crowd is so pissed and it's the warmest and fuzziest I've ever felt. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. That sounds like a great story. So you guys have video of this. I'm going to have to go back and watch this. Yeah, um, th that match is on our YouTube. Oh, sweet. Always makes me feel good that stuff is free. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so any um, any events stand out? I, I know I just asked you about matches, but in an event in a whole, um, what were you, what was your favorite? Um, so before we, before we moved to our new venue, I would say that our best event was, uh, May 2019's, uh, that's what I call whack or, uh, whack. That's what I call music. Um, it was, uh, we had a, uh, the main event for that show was Steve Miggs versus Pitfall Jones in a last man standing match. And uh, that match kind of like, it kind of showed everybody that Steve Miggs, who, is known as a radio personality got into wrestling really late like that that match showed that he wasn't just like here to play around he was he was here to put in the work because he got his ass whooped uh up and down that uh, up and down that that venue um and we also had tom lawler uh tom lawler versus chase james for the title uh oh, cool. And then uh, uh, we had Darby and Priscilla Kelly tag against uh, Chris Ross and um, uh, Chris Ross and uh, Kingpin Johnny Flynn as part of the bowling, uh, the bowlers. Uh, 
which was a lot of fun. Chris Ross being one of my my my, my business partners. Uh, so that ma- that show was like really 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 popular. Um, it, it it had a lot of buzz. After moving to the new venue, though, um, I would honestly like. I want to say that October is the show that I'm most proud of um, because Tony Deppen came in. It was a great show. Uh, the The Bay versus uh, Hammerstone match was incredible. Um, but honestly, I think that September, uh, which was uh, called Ego, which uh, was headlined by uh, Steve Miggs versus All, Ethan, uh, All Ego Ethan Page, um, and then also had... Uh, it also had Jake Atlas versus Chris Bay, which is also a banger of a match. Um, I think I think that show, top to bottom, was uh, was just stupid good. And then obviously January, our our year, our year, uh, our like celebration of the new year, which in turn you know was you know cut short. Uh, I think that January 2020 was probably our best show that that we've ever put on. Wow. So when did you guys start the promotion? Uh, How many years have you been in it? Yeah, so we started our LLC um, on July 5th, 2018, uh, which is actually about three weeks after I got hurt. So things moved real quick. Um, and then our first event was October 21st, 2018. Wow. So all those shows in a short amount of time. So you guys are actually pumping out the content here. Yeah, yeah, we we were we were trying to we were trying to go monthly, um, and then uh, we run the- theoretically we're gonna run uh, January through November and then take December off. I need to get my ass out to Seattle, man. Seems like all all these amazing events are happening in such short time, and I'm missing everything. Yeah, it was um, wild back in sorry uh, back in November. Uh, we th- there was there was five wrestling shows in two days um on the Jeez. west coast uh, on the west uh, west western washington and five years ago that that would have never happened you you were lucky to get one and it was probably a wwe show <laughs> if that yeah <laughs> yeah definitely man um yeah it's it's so great because i was always complaining to my wife about you know oh man because i you know obviously all we had was wwe at the time so I was like, man, you know, these guys just never come to this area and if they come to, you know, Seattle or Portland, it's a raw or smackdown. We never get any high pay-per-views or right. anything like that, you know what I mean? And then I fell into this um independent circuit and I'm like, man, look, look babe, they got these shows over here in Portland, they got a show <laughs> in Seattle, they got, you know, and she, and she's obviously she's a casual fan, so she does she doesn't follow independent leagues at all. She's like, "Well, I don't know any of these damn people. Like I I'm not trying to go and watch that like so I took her to a few prestige for, uh, prestige events and she liked, I think the first couple and then she stopped going to them because she's just, just a WWE person, man. She likes the bright lights and the production and stuff like that. She yeah, doesn't, yeah. she doesn't understand the wrestling, man. She doesn't feel that love. The, pom- <laughs> the, the pomp and circumstances is, is, is definitely something that, that WWE has down pat. So yeah, I, I, yeah. I understand. So now, yeah, I, I travel to independent uh, venues alone, <laughs> but you know, she's awesome. She supports it. She lets me do whatever I want. So, but um, any, so obviously you ain't got dates set, but what, what are some, what are some goals that you guys um, hope to achieve in the future with, um, without a cause? Uh, so, uh, March was looking like it was going to be a sellout, like, uh, honest to goodness sellout. Like we, we, we cannot sell any more tickets because of fire code. Um, how many so, people can fit in, in, into the venue? Um, so we sell 180 tickets, uh, okay. and then we, we, we keep about 25 to 30 people like as like a buffer, um, for like cast crew, uh, VFW members uh, can get in for free because it's it's their right to, um, mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, so it's it, it's 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 like one seventy to one eighty. Uh, so we we were getting up to like one fifty five, one sixty sales, and we were a week and a half, two weeks out from the event. And typically, the week before the event, we sell about fifty tickets. Um, so we we were ready for a for an actual sellout. So. Ideally, uh, the first show back, I would love a sellout. Um, I think that is not out of the ballpark uh, for when it happens. Obviously, it probably won't be the full 170, 180. It'll probably be more like 75 or 80, uh, depending on what we can and cannot do. That's still Uh, a great crowd, though. 
I think so. Um, it's going to look weird on, on, on like video, but, uh, you know, if everybody is playing by the same rules, then I guess, uh, it doesn't look strange. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's those kinds of things. Uh, we want to just get back to the momentum that we had before the pandemic hit. Um, we had some really, really cool ideas. We're going to continue doing these, uh, watch alongs uh, of our events. Basically we want to, we, we want to tripleize our tripleize not a word fyi um i'm not a doctor i'm not a linguist so uh you know take it for what it's worth but uh so we want to use our content uh a couple of different ways we want to do like a live reaction like a week after the event um of like what went well what didn't go well etc etc and that will be like the raw footage it's not going to be edited there's not going to be any like bright lights or like fun transitions or, or anything like that. It's just going to be the camera, uh, the camera footage, myself, Chris and uh, Dave talking about the show. Um, and then once commentary is done uh, and everything is edited up, we are going to go ahead and put that up on IWTV for our paying audience who wants the, like the full experience. Um, and then uh, so we, we, we want to be able to diversify how we use our, our content and maybe get a couple of extra uses out of it. Um, whereas originally we were just like, ah, we'll throw it on YouTube and people will watch it. Um, that changed, uh, when, uh, when we moved to the new venue, new venue meant that we had higher production value and we wanted to showcase it in front of more people. So we started peppering in videos from our new venue onto YouTube. And like in July and August, we gained like an extra 300 subscribers on YouTube. So that was really cool. So that that's we we want to keep that uh, we want to keep that moment momentum going, but like I had mentioned earlier in the podcast, trying to do that with no content is very hard, and I don't want to over I don't want to oversaturate or uh, promote the same kind of uh, thing over and over and over again. So like that's a fine line that that we're trending right now. Definitely, man. Has there ever been any talk about partnering up for for just maybe? A- in an event with any of the other um, promotions out there. I, I always thought that that would be kind of interesting ever since I got into the independent um, circuit that um, I thought it would be cool. Like if all, you know, three or four promotions put on just one show together and kind of partnered up for a super mega show. So uh, there has been something like that. Uh, it's been called the summit um, and uh, it, it's hosted up by like PC, uh, PCW out of California and uh, defy has, has been a part of that. Um, we were still fairly new in the business uh, to be kind of like involved in that kind of talk. Uh, and we didn't have the venue for it at the time. Um, now that we have a better venue, uh, and like our production values looks a little bit better. Like we didn't want to be the odd kid out. Um, so we'll probably be involved in something like that, um, in the future. I know, and I I don't know if William will will remember, but I I do know that there was talks of doing a, uh, like a co-branded without a cause, uh, uh, without a cause and prestige wrestling show um especially trying to get some of the wrestlers a loop like doing a show in uh in oregon on a saturday and then come up on sunday fly out on monday that kind of thing um and having it be kind of like a best of like a best of series uh that kind of talk has happened um but there's not ever been any real like plans um, especially because we've been so focused on trying to like just solidify where we are um, and and make the best product on our our on our own. Definitely, man. That'd be really interesting. I, I'd love to tune into something like that. That'd be uh, it'd be a fun watch. It'd be it'd be kind of cool to see, you know, like champion versus champion. Maybe if that's like a situation that ever happens. So, um, going into some more goals do you guys ever plan on venturing out is there um i don't know an idea of traveling maybe the east coast um i mean ideally what we would probably do is we would send some of the people that are considered without a cause guys out to the east coast and then we would do something with a promotion that already has a foothold out there we wouldn't want to travel and like just do a random show out there 
Um, there has been talks, uh, and obviously because of COVID and the pandemic and how the collective is very weird this year, um, there was talks of us going down to California and doing a show during re- uh, during WrestleMania week, um, much like what uh, what what Prestige was probably planning on doing. Um, uh, actually, Cal- sorry, California is uh, this this coming year. Um, this coming so, year, yeah. Uh, I honestly, I, I don't know if that is still in the uh, still in the in, in the plans, um, especially because that is only about six months away, and I don't think that we're going to be out of the woods concerning COVID yet. So uh, that that one is kind of still up in the air. But there was talks about doing something with the collective this year, um, but we obviously COVID happened, and we're still very new in the business. Uh, even even back in January, we were only a year in, so uh, we didn't want to come and like try and step on any toes or, or 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 anything. But the idea of like getting our guys out out other places that is definitely something that we're very interested in. Um, and we would love to be, you know, we 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 would love to have people viewing our stuff from all from all around the uh, you know from all around the U.S. and all around the globe. So uh, sending our people out there would probably be. It would probably help. Definitely, man. Well, I don't, I don't think that you guys would be stepping on any toes. I mean, I feel like you guys are doing great. Um, I mean, 14 shows in a little, a little over a year is, is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, especially from the talent that you guys have booked on the shows. I mean, that's got, it's definitely got to be creating a buzz around, um, the independent leagues. I mean, especially through the wrestlers. Oh, I mean, yeah. obviously, the, obviously the fans are talking about it. So, um, obviously the wrestlers are having a great time performing. So, I mean, I mean, you get it, you get to book these guys and then they come in, they're having great matches. Um, that word is definitely going to spread. So, Oh yeah, for, for sure. I know that. I, I know that our name carries some weight and I, I'm not trying to like be a, a clout chaser or, or, or anything. I, I, I just know that our, we, we have some pretty good will, uh, uh, out in other places. So that, that warms my heart. Remember, it's not about who you say, you know, it's about who says they know you. Definitely. Yeah. I can get behind that 100%. Um, I mean, well, you guys drew me in. I, I've never seen a show. I've followed everything on social media, and I, you know, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to book you on this podcast. Is I just wanted to learn more about this promotion. I want to be uh, involved and and uh, see what the future plans might hold. You know what I mean? I cannot wait to go and see it. I, I love seeing Defy. I love seeing uh, Prestige. Obviously, you know what I mean. And anything that I can really go and consume. Um, I'm going to be a fan of, I just love pro wrestling in general. So same really, yeah, I mean, it's, it's an addiction. It really is. It, <laughs> it really is. <laughs> there's so much con. I just got done having this conversation with a, a few other guests on, on the podcast. There's just so much con, you know, content to consume nowadays. It's kind of hard to keep up. Um, so speaking of that, what are, what are you watching nowadays? Okay. Uh, this is going to piss off a lot of people. Uh, because I don't typically watch a lot of, so I definitely don't watch uh, WWE or AEW uh, most of the time. Um, I will tune in to AEW every now and then to catch some people that have either been on our shows or I'll watch uh, if if I know something is interesting happening with uh, like Aubrey or or a couple of other people that that, that I'm I know and are, are familiar with. Um, but I'm a big deathmatch guy, uh, so ICW. Uh, IWA Mid South, uh, you know the old school uh, ECW shows, uh, the Japanese FMW shows, um, those kinds of shows, the blood, the blood and guts wrestling. That's that's where my bread and butter is. I love it, love it to death. Hey man, yeah, there should be no reason why you're pissing off anybody. Once again, this is another conversation that I had. I mean, there's like I said, there's so much content to consume. If you're not enjoying something that is on television, there is definitely something out there for for old professional wrestling fans that have just gotten drawn away from, you know, either content that WWE is producing, or maybe they just started watching again with AEW got bored, ROH impact. It doesn't matter what you, what you watch. Um, if you're not liking what you're watching, tune into something else. I mean, I guarantee there's something for every professional wrestling fan out there. A hundred percent. Yeah. You don't have to watch just like, you can be a fan of more than one promotion. Uh, you know, 
it's it, it it's it's not you know it's <laughs> it's not like our political climate right now right uh, yeah. <laughs> you 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 can you can like wwe and like aew or you can like you know your you know wrestling promotion a in you know city b and then love another company that's you know 10 miles away that it, it's not that hard they're not running on same on on the same nights 99 percent of the time so what do you like why 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 is there so much hatred in 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 wrestling in general and then why is there so much hatred in between uh like fan bases and and it's it drives me insane because i i've been part of the internet wrestling community for a long time and i've been you know part of twitter now for 10 years now and i'm like man every single time that a big like giant discussion happens a lot of the time i'm like this so so dumb like this conversation is very very stupid uh it doesn't need to happen you just like what you like and don't let anybody else like don't let anybody else get your uh you know get your gears grinding because you you like something that they don't like it's it's uh, it's so stupid we're here <laughs> for a good time not a long time damn it definitely i mean you're not going to you're not going to like 100% of the content that is that is pushed out by any any promotion. I mean, it's it's just bound to happen. That's what's so great about wrestling is um fortunately for myself, um I like a little bit of everything. So I mean, if there's there's definitely stuff about WWE I don't like, but then there's some stuff that I really do enjoy. There's stuff about AEW I don't like, but you know, then there's a lot of stuff that I do enjoy. Um deathmatch stuff, um I can get into some of it. Um some of it is a little bit too too much for me <laughs> personally, um, but I'm not knocking it. These guys are fucking crazy. I mean, if they're going to go out there and do that, then, you know, my hat's off to them. Um, it's it's like watching a real life horror movie sometimes. And some of the stuff I, I like watching some of the stuff that a uh, uh, local artist Drexel does. And yeah, um, man. Yeah, he, he's just out of this world sometimes. Yeah, he's uh he's uh he's a madman for sure. Uh I love talking to Drexel. <laughs> yeah, he's he's very knowledgeable, definitely. Um he's, you know, and he's also told me, you know, if you just got to play to your strengths. So a lot of these wrestlers, I mean, some of these guys aren't going to go out there and do a shooting star press or or, you know, any of this crazy off the top rope stuff. So what do you do then? Smash some light tubes over somebody. I mean, you just got to play to what you're you're good at and what you're comfortable doing. And if you're comfortable taking all that pain, then I guess that's what you're doing. <laughs> yep, and 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 hook it directly into my veins. That's that's what I want. <laughs> Definitely, man. So as we wind down, man, um, where where can uh, people find you guys at? So uh, they 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 can follow the without a cause stuff. Um, we are on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It is simply without a cause. W A W A for Washington. Without a cause. W A. Um, myself, I am Max Wrestling. W A everywhere. You know, branding is very very important. Um, Max Wrestling. W A is on Twitter, Instagram, and on Twitch, uh, where we do a lot of uh, gaming and wrestling content. Uh, content, and then obviously, um, you can also watch us on YouTube. Uh, you can just search without a cause uh, or without a cause WA. Um, there's also a really, really interesting way of finding us if you if you search Thunder Rosa versus Priscilla Kelly, because it is a pretty highly viewed match. Um, uh, just watch without the sound on because the commentary is really, really bad uh, because I was doing it. Um, <laughs> and then uh, uh, IWTV, uh, use WAC 2019 um, on, on IWTV and you can get like five free days. It helps us and it helps them. Um, and uh, we also have some merch on Brain Buster Tees, uh, which is actually headed up by our commissioner and our uh, our ring announcer. Him and a couple of buddies started a, a merchandise company uh, called Brain Buster Tees. So we have a whole bunch of stuff out on there. But I want to tell you, go and support your favorite independent wrestlers um, before you support like our promotion monetarily via merch. Like obviously we love that you want to support us and, and, you know, wear your merch and everything. But we, we do really want you to, to support the independent wrestlers that maybe not are not getting all the bookings that they would um, I, ideally through, through this time. Uh, I know that some shows are going on in the Midwest and the East coast and everything over here. It's still very, very, uh, we're still a long way out. 
Um, and uh, I just want wrestling is is legitimately the most important thing to me. So I want everybody to enjoy what they're doing um, and enjoy what they're watching and support every single person that you love because you never know who may have their last match or who may not be in the business anymore or, you know, God forbid, pass away or whatnot. Like, like I said, we're here for a good time, not a long time. So 100% go and support everybody in this industry, man, whether it be local um, or even AEW, whoever you want to support, just go and support them. Now Um, I can back that 100%. Definitely go and support um, without a cause merchandise as well. I mean, don't sell yourself short, man. You guys, you guys earned it. Um, go and support your favorite promotions, go and support your, uh, favorite wrestlers, um, independent guys, especially since they're not getting these bookings, man, they really do appreciate your love. Um, with that being said, um, I'm Jesse Carter and you can find us on uh, Facebook and Instagram at the pro wrestling shoot. You can follow me on Twitter at Carter Inc. C-A-R-D-E-R-I-N-C. And we are out of time. Hey, thank you so much, Max, for coming on the show. Hey, thank you, Jesse. All right. Take it easy, guys. We'll see you next week. 